Hey everyone, you are listening to the Above the Tree Line podcast, where we take difficult questions about Christianity, faith, and culture and answer them through the lens of scripture. You can listen on your preferred podcast platform or watch online at youtube.com slash Austin Christian Fellowship. If you'd like to submit a question for us to address, you can do so at acfellowship.org slash podcast. Everyone and welcome back to Above the Tree Line. I am here with Austin Christian Fellowship. Oh, that's guy got tripped up on that one. Austin Christian Fellowship. Senior Pastor Will Davis Jr. And I'm here with Lauren Thurston. And I am Lauren Thurston. Hello. We um, have received a couple of questions regarding the topic of Israel right now. And I will say at the time that we are filming this podcast, there is considerable conflict happening right now in Israel. By the time the episode airs, we don't know what the state of affairs will be. Um, So we're not going to address current issues too much in the sake of being timely. But we do want to talk about... um, Basically, Israel as God's chosen people. We have received a lot of questions about, um, there's a theory, the re- is it the replacement theory, where basically the church has replaced Israel as God's chosen people. Because the point of view is, the like Jewish people in the Jewish faith do not accept Christ as their Messiah. The church does. Therefore, is the church now God's chosen people because the Jewish faith has rejected them? Which one of those you want me to do? That was like 17 questions. <laughs> can we can we start, because we'll probably air this soon enough, um, by just, we prayed before we came on with you guys about this nation, Israel, mm-hmm. and what's going on over there. And even if it's over, it's their 9-11, and yeah. it's the worst loss of life since the Holocaust at the hands of somebody else. So it's not going to be done. No. And we grieve that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's horrible. With the more, when the more you get to know Scripture, the more you've... I've been to Israel, and I remember pulling in from Tel Aviv, driving the 30 minutes over the hill into Jerusalem, and you see the sign, Jerusalem City Limits. I had, and as a college kid, the weirdest feeling that I was home. Wow. I'd never been there in my life. And that's instilled in us as believers. Um, and so I just want to get that out, that we grieve, wow. we're, we're praying... Um, we're asking for God to bring justice, for Him to put His feet on the top of the Mount of Olives and declare this mm-hmm. thing over. Mm-hmm. He will one of these days. Anyway, so where do you want to start, sis? When will He? No, <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's not a different it. No, episode. That's a different topic. So, not is Israel enough. are the Jewish people still God's chosen? Hundred percent. God doesn't. God doesn't break up with us. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the deep discussion of Romans nine, ten, and eleven. Mm-hmm. And there is a there is clearly a season of Gentiles that the door has been opened, but you've got to keep in mind the Israel goes back to Genesis eleven when God tapped Abraham and said, "Let's go make a nation," mm-hmm. and Abram, and then in chapter twelve gave him a covenant and said, "I'm going to create a nation from scratch and reveal myself to the world through it." And, and then send a blessing to all the nations of the earth through this one nation. And so there was a nation that basically did not exist, that God brought a foreigner in and created a nation, gave him a land, so that the whole world might see who God was, and ultimately the promised one, the Messiah, might come. That's Israel's history. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. We're all sitting here richer today because of the legacy of the nation of Israel. They are, and they always will be, 
the chosen people of God. America is not the chosen people of God. Mm -hmm. Israel is. Mm -hmm. We're going to be living in New Jerusalem, not New Austin. Right. So it's a rich heritage. Jesus was a Jew. His disciples were Jews. His original mm -hmm. followers were all Jews. It took mm -hmm. a minute for it to get to the Gentiles. We can talk about that. But yes, God doesn't um, break up with us. He doesn't renege on his promises. He's faithful when we're faithless, the scripture says. And there are many Jews who have come to Christ, mm -hmm. but you're right. As a whole, the nation currently, the religious group known as Judaism, has, has missed Christ as the Messiah. And, and I think that we need to clarify that because we can, a lot of people, when we say Jewish, we're talking about people who recognize the Jewish faith. They practice Judaism. But then there's also kind of like the eth ethnicity, like being Jewish, like by descent, by birth. Um, or just culturally. And culturally, mm -hmm. yes. And maybe you don't practice Judaism, but you... That's more of who I know. I know some folks that are, they practice Judaism, but the more people that I know, um, I used to work out at the Jewish Community Center here in Austin a lot, and most of the people that go there identify with Judaism as an, an, an attraction to Israel an ethnicity or cultural thing. Mm -hmm. It's really not religious. Mm -hmm. Some attend synagogue, most did not. Yeah. Or it was just it was just a thing they did, like Christians that go to church on Easter and Christmas mm -hmm. just because they're supposed to. There's some of that. But there are many people in our in our country today who would say they're Jewish, but they don't they don't really practice. We I let a guy to Christ one time here at ACF who was an agnostic Jew. Which to me felt like an oxymoron. That How can is, you be an yeah. oxygen? Why well, he just didn't? He was it was ethnic for him, yes. and not religion. There's a lot of that out there. Yeah, and I think we need to be careful because you hear a lot of people saying, especially people who support the replacement theory, they say um, that the Jewish people rejected Jesus, but Jesus's disciples, like you just said, were Jewish. Jesus was Jewish. So we can't, can't make, make a blanket can't statement. say that the Jewish people, I mean, a lot of people rejected Jesus. Romans rejected Jesus. People in America reject Jesus. So I guess then my next question would be, if Jesus and all of his followers were Jewish, at what point did they become Christian? <laughs> well, they became Christian. You can be a Christian Jew. Mm-hmm. I started to say you could be a Christian Aggie, but I'm not sure that I actually... No, you can't. Okay, never mind. We need an Aggie in the room. Sorry, guys. Send all letters to Lauren Thurston at acfellowship.org. Go Texas! Um, they, they, were, they never stopped being Jewish. They never stopped being Jewish. They, um, that's why Paul was so careful to honor the law when he would go into the temple to not offend the Jews because he wasn't trying... To him, the issue wasn't Judaism. The issue was the Messiah has come, mm -hmm. Jews... Recognize your Messiah. So Paul was so careful to honor the codes and laws of his day um, because he wasn't trying to throw out Judaism. He saw Judaism fulfilled in Jesus. So it isn't, it isn't an, an, an either or. They stopped being Jewish and they became Christians. They found the, in their language, they found the Messiah to fulfill the heart mm -hmm. of every Jew. They're always Jews. And they got baptized in the Holy Spirit, and now they were spirit-filled Jews. But they never quit being Jewish. I remember Christian, the name Christian came in later from Antioch, right. decades later. So they were, they were disciples of the Lord Jesus, and they, it wasn't in conflict with their Judaism. Mm -hmm. Remember Jesus said, I didn't come to throw out the law, I came to fulfill it. Yeah. So in, in the early church's mind, there wasn't a conflict. So <laughs> the wheels are here turning. We go. Here she goes. Looking off and 
calculating. So why does the Jewish faith not accept Jesus as the Messiah? They Well, there could be multiple reasons. Um, and why didn't the Pharisees Yeah. in the early days? So if you read John 7, uh, there was a lot of misinformation about Jesus, and there was a lot of misinterpreting of the Old Testament scriptures. So um, they had missed that the Messiah might come from Bethlehem. They believed that um, Jesus, they had bad information about Jesus, and they didn't know where he was from. They thought he was from Nazareth, and they said he can't be from Nazareth and be the Messiah. So to extend that out to us today, it's because it's because of misinformation, either in believing the wrong things about what the Bible says, expecting a political leader versus a spiritual leader is what they wanted back then. Jesus was not willing to be political, and he wasn't willing to deal with Rome, so you can't be qualified. You're supposed to restore the glory back to Israel where he was going to, but it was spiritual. It was the kingdom of David. It was spiritual. Mm -hmm. So they had bad information. They had misinformation about Jesus. They had the wrong expectations, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I would put a lot of my friends in the Jewish camp as I would anybody else that has re is currently rejecting Jesus. They hadn't done their homework. Mm -hmm. So if they're God's chosen people, though, and the Jewish faith as a whole does not accept Jesus as the Messiah, and we believe uh, through the New Testament that the only way to the Father is through the Son, so does that mean that the entire Jewish faith is not going to make it to heaven? Well, you and I both know completed Jews that they would use that word. You and I both know people who are still very Jewish and do Seder on mm -hmm. you know Passover, et cetera, um, honor the Jewish holidays, honor the Jewish festivals, but they're, fulfilled, they're completed Christians, right. they're completed Jews. So again, we can't make the blanket statement. Mm -hmm. I would say that it's very risky and very unfortunate for any religious group that rejects Jesus as the way mm -hmm. to God. Um, I haven't heard an official statement from the Jews on their take on Jesus other than he was a great teacher and a great right. leader. We've heard official statements from other religions right. on who Jesus is. And it's it's wrong. Mm -hmm. It's faulty. So I'm not going to, Lauren, you're not going to get me to... Um, I don't want you to. I'm not going to. I, I just want to throw can't, the question I can't. out there. I, I, you can't speak for any group as a whole. Right. I can speak to individuals. Mm -hmm. And I think we ought to just have a moment of a heart of compassion for what the Jews have been through mm -hmm. in history. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. No more persecuted group on the planet right. than Jewish people. And that's probably because they're the people of God. Right. And God set them apart. And God did send the Messiah through them. And um, where there's confusion, we need to pray and evangelize and talk and, and, and be good, well-versed enough in the Old Testament to say, Jesus came to fulfill the law and help me understand why you can't see how he did this. Mm -hmm. Um, again, there are many people, I can't speak for Jews, there are many people who reject Christ because they don't want him to be the Messiah, because mm -hmm. his demands on your life are too great. If I can find a Messiah, and I'm not saying this is all Jews, but if I, if I can find a Messiah who will leave me alone and has granted me a pass to heaven, I may be in. But many people reject Christ because they don't want to deal with what he requires of you. Mm -hmm. I don't want a Lord. I'm happy with a Savior, but, but don't give me Jesus a Jesus requires so much less of you than the Old Testament with all of the rules. I mean, to me, it would be so much harder to meet all the expectations and check all the boxes about here's how, how you can dress and here's what you can eat and here's what you can touch and not touch, whereas Jesus seems 
easy. Yeah, but if I'm sitting there in that skeptic's shoes, I'm going to say, what part of take up your cross and follow me feels easy? Hmm. And the Old Testament wanted a 33% tithe. The New Testament wants 100%. So I'm going to go with the old. Hmm. You know, okay. take, up, take up your cross and follow me. I, no, thanks. So... In regards to <laughs> heaven and the end times, now I don't know if this is biblical, so you'll have to set me straight. But somewhere in my upbringing, I feel like I was told that the Jewish people will get a second chance. I think Romans eleven says that. Okay, what does it say? Um, that there'll be a, that. Don't be arrogant because if God was able to graft in gentiles into that tree the olive tree which is his family mm -hmm. he can equally graft in again the jews and he will so um right now i think that the promises of israel apply to the church but like, again we're going to be we're going to be the people of god mm -hmm. in heaven in that new jerusalem and that's going to be made up of everybody. And and I don't know what I believe fully, Lauren, about the 144,000 mentioned in Revelation, mm -hmm. 12,000 for each tribe, but that's a symbolic number. It was a representative number. But there's something that's going to go on in history right. that hasn't happened yet to redeem some of the lostness of the nation of Israel as a nation and the Jewish race. And that's God's prerogative mm -hmm. to do that. I don't know that I understand it all. It will clearly involve the blood of Jesus covering them. Mm -hmm. But um, I think what Romans 11 says is, hey, Gentiles, don't be too arrogant here. You're, mm -hmm. you're only grafted in because the Jews went first. Mm -hmm. And he can graft them back in, and he can always take you out. So he's like, be humble because you're only here because of the Jews. So I have this verse from Romans Come also. On. It says, of course you do. And so all Israel will be saved. As it is written, the deliverer will come from Zion. He will turn godlessness away from Jacob. And this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. So this says all Israel yeah. will be saved. I think it means God's people, the church. I don't think he's talking about Jews specifically, every, every Jewish person. I think I think we are currently Israel, spiritual Israel. We're in the age where the church, the promises apply from Israel to the church. Hmm. But there's a caveat that I think is in Scripture that that there's more going on with the Jews than we know because he, they're the people of God, and it's God's prerogative. But I think what Paul is talking about is the, is the Jews and Gentiles who have chosen to follow Jesus. That's the Israel he's talking about. You and I are part of Israel. Which is why our hearts are supposed to break when something happens mm -hmm. over there. We are we are the we are the next people of God currently. Mm -hmm. We are descendants of Abraham. And the promises of Abraham apply to us. That's what he's talking about in Romans eleven. Hmm. And so all of Israel will be saved. Amen. So John four says salvation is from the Jews. Mm -hmm. Is that because Jesus was a Jewish man? Well, it started with Abraham. It goes back to Genesis twelve. When God God picked a man and said, "I'm going to create a nation. Let's go save the world," mm -hmm. and He birthed a religion and He birthed a nation, and that's what that goes, that's how far back it goes. Then go back to Jesus. It goes back to Abraham. When God said, "Look up and see the stars, and know your descendants are going to be greater than that, mm -hmm. and all the nations of the earth will be blessed through your your progeny, which would be Jesus Christ, your offspring, eventually." So yeah, salvation's from the Jews because God created an entire nation to reveal himself to the world through. Mm -hmm. And we wouldn't be saved without them.
And without that nation. It's really interesting when you look at the empires that have risen and fallen. So many empires have fallen. And like you said earlier, Israel is like the most persecuted, but it has never fallen. It doesn't, it's still standing. The people are still there. If you have nothing else to do, there's a tome, T-O-M-E, tome, big, big book by a guy named John Bright, who it's called The History of the Nation of Israel. It's about 12,000 pages. (laughs) And it is magnificent, where he t- goes back way before Abraham, and and the the origins of what happened on the land, and the people of the moving around the land, and then and then what God did through Abraham, and current brings it to current times. It is a stunning. It's a hard read because mm-hmm. it's so thick. John Bright was a brilliant New Testament scholar. Um, he also wrote a book about Paul called um, Apostle of the Heart Set Free. Um, but his work on Israel is outstanding. I recommend it to anybody. John Bright. John Bright. History tome. of Israel. It's a tome. A tome. It's a tome. Isn't that a great word? Yes. But wait, did you, did you answer my question? I don't know what was the question. I don't know what the question was. I didn't write that one down. Um, well, you know, and I guess my biggest issue with people saying that the church is now God's chosen Yeah, I did people. answer your question because you said, yeah, I did answer your question. I got all thrown you, off you, by you the You asked tome. me if Jesus, if it went back to Jesus, and I said, no, it goes back to Abraham. To Abraham, mm-hmm. yes. And okay. so that actually connects to my Sorry, we're next, having a we're having a senior moment point. combined. So Genesis 12, this is when God says to Abraham, I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. So the reason that we cannot subscribe to the replacement theory is because God doesn't break his promises. God doesn't break up with us. He made a covenant with Abraham, and it's not like, well, Israel messed up, so now... The Christian Church, you guys are my chosen people. No, we've been included mm-hmm. in it. We were not. But we're not replacing. It's it's different. It's what Romans eleven says. We've been. He's been gracious enough to include Gentiles in this promise, mm-hmm. but Gentiles do not replace Jews. Right. That's the difference. We're, and what's we, the verse we, where it back says to humble. we're back to humble? There's neither Jew nor Gentile, no Slave male nor free. or female. Yeah, uh, Galatians three twenty eight. I'm going to check you and make sure that that's correct. It's somewhere in the New Testament. Somewhere in the New Testament. You know, I think what's kind of heartbreaking, though, is that there are parts of America that are celebrating this persecution on Israel. And, I mean, we're seeing more and more of that because America is kind of a melting pot for different faiths. And we even have people representing our government who do not want to support Israel. Mm -hmm. What happens to America, in your opinion, if we turn our back on Israel? Well, there's there's theological implications, there's political implications because they're a democracy, and they're a democracy surrounded by nations that are a little bit out of control, and you don't want democracy to fall in the Middle East, and so there's political issues that I do not want to get into. As a pastor, I am commanded to pray for and defend Israel because mm-hmm. I'm part of it. I have spiritual... The blessings I have in my life today are a direct result of what God did through mm. Israel. I don't have the right to abandon them. So forget politically, um, spiritually, every Christ follower has traces their origin back to Israel. Mm-hmm. They're my people. Yeah. Even though I don't know them, they're my people. And that doesn't give me, I don't have the right then to turn my back on them. Mm-hmm. I have to pray for them. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. There's not a lot of cities in the scripture that God mentions that way. Mm-hmm. He says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And we don't have a choice. Yeah. And, and, there's a real trend today, Lauren, 
to trump scripture because of politics. Right. Christians do this all the time. Yeah. Well, I know what the Bible says, but I'm pro-choice for this reason. You mm-hmm. cannot build a case for abortion with the mm-hmm. Bible. And politics sometimes edge out scripture in people's minds. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to be a New Testament Christian and be anti-Israel. Mm-hmm. Let me say that that definitively. Yeah. It is hard to be a new I'm, I'm going to say it's impossible to be a New Testament Christian and be anti-Israel. So if we are part of Israel as Christ followers, are we supposed to maintain like a Jewish lifestyle? Um, not necessarily. I think you all things are permissible. Not all things are beneficial. So I think if you grew up in that heritage, it'd be hard for you to break from it. And we know Christians who still practice all those wonderful festivals, etc. Um, I think the best Jewish lifestyle was summed up in the Shema, which you have taught on, mm-hmm. to love the Lord your God mm-hmm. with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Or, or that's the, love, your, love the Lord your God. Neighbor, neighbor came later. Uh, Deuteronomy 6, 4, and 5. Yeah. Um, that's the best Jewish lifestyle mm-hmm. there is. But it doesn't say, that's Deuteronomy. That doesn't say anything about Jesus. Well, but so you were asking me about living a Jewish yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. I, I don't want to make it about lighting candles. Um, what you can eat, how you can yeah. dress. Yeah. Um, Jesus came to fulfill the law. Let him work in your heart. But I think the best thing Jews got right is what mm-hmm. that law Abraham, excuse me, Moses passed down to his people. Love God. Mm-hmm. Just love God. Teach your children to love God. Don't dare compromise on this word. That's the best Jewish lifestyle there is. Mm-hmm. And when God, when God's people did that, God blessed their land. When God's people didn't do that, He took them off their land. Mm-hmm. We can learn from that too. Yeah, we can. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Well, this is a really interesting topic, but unfortunately, we are out of time out at of this time. point. We've Goes gone a little so bit fast. over. Um, but again, um, just with everything that's going on, we we will absolutely continue to pray for yeah. Israel. Um, praying, gosh, just just for those people um, and that God rescues them. And, and soon. Soon, absolutely. It's heavy. It's really come, heavy. Come, Lord Jesus. Please. Come, Lord Jesus. Just okay. bring peace to the earth. Well, thank you for diving into Thanks, this topic. Friend. Thank you, all. Y'all are so yeah, great. Thank Keep you sending us your questions. We're out of work. If you don't send questions, yeah. Lauren and I are out of work. Yeah. So we, we love what we do. So please come And then we're just going to start answering my questions. Oh, boy. Which is, is a whole we'll be back to b- below the tree line. That will be the topic <laughs> below the tree line. Yeah, acfellowship.org slash podcast. Please send us more questions, and we look forward to seeing you guys next week.